This is Scott Pilgrim versus the Minute 45. Welcome to the Scott Pilgrim vs. the Minute podcast, the show where we review and analyze the movie Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, one minute at a time. I sort of feel like I'm on drugs when I'm podcasting with him, Dave Castile. But I don't do drugs. Yeah. What if you did? What if I did drugs? You'd do all the drugs. Well, i do all the drugs. I think I messed that line up, but okay. <laughs> Unless you do drugs. Right. Every drug. Yeah. And he loves to do him some walking, just putting one leg in front of the other, Sam Brown. Pretty much how I function <laughs> if I choose the walk. It's eight, point A to point B, man. Yep. <laughs> so we pick up in the middle of the line from the narrator, uh, who had said, uh, starting the tail end of the last minute there, Scott is aware that his last salon haircut took place exactly 431 days ago, three hours before his big breakup. He's been cutting his own hair ever since. Yeah, and let's, Back right from the start, Take pick up from that. Mm -hmm. um, in the in the book, it actually indicates he largely blames his breakup on that haircut, right. which is not covered in the movie. But I think it's a really important detail because Scott makes that relationship, uh, ma makes that connection. Like I got my haircut, you dumped me. That's why. Well, right, and and, and I, I don't think it's the same in the movie, but but I think there's I that, think it's those insecurities. But there's the insecurities. I mean, he talked. She yeah. she um, mentioned his hair was shaggy, and he immediately thought of cutting the hair and and it takes us into this minute here where it goes into him kind of remembering back to what went wrong so the insecurity is still there and could it yeah. lead to this breakup who knows i mean he's already been tossing back and forth in these last couple minutes you know with change you know her changing her hair and causing uh you know him that that feeling that any minute she could just change in her mind about him right and now she's you know talking about his hair and wanting to change him maybe i mean he's jumping to conclusions all she said was his hair shaggy so guys we need a love line podcast I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he read way way too much into that and it was yeah. um, right on, on both ends what she said and then what happened at the last time um mm -hmm. so yeah he he absolutely blamed you know that haircut 431 days ago um so exactly. it was you know we we don't know why they broke up other than the nat moved on mm -hmm. uh we don't know you know anything else about that relationship we don't have her side like and and that's that's the thing is that we don't even have his scott side. scott uh, always right. kind of assumes it's something about him that someone that a person's breaking up with him and it could be something about that person or yeah and kind of like they're, what I was they're changing they're moving on i mean it, it's yeah. It's about real life, really. Yeah. Well, it's like I was thinking in the last minute. I mean, it's just that, you know, he's this or previous man. This is the one that he was dumped. You know, he was all in. He was vested in this relationship and she moved on from him. Whereas other ones, it was kind of him doing the leaving. Well, and maybe we're saying that um, where Scott was in control in the <laughs> Knives relationship, Envy may have been in control or. Natalie may have been in control in their relationship. Mm -hmm. We don't know yet. Exactly. So Scott says uh, it was so long ago. And as he gets up, uh, Ramona says, sounds like a bad time. And he's like, bad time? Not really. And then we get this great back and forth between the narrator 
than Scott with the uh, when Scott says not really a bad time. Narrowly is like it was. Scott's like it was a mutual thing. It wasn't. <laughs> I mean, she told me it was mutual. She dumped him. It was brutal. <laughs> that that picture of her is effectively very evil looking. Yes, um, oh, by design ju- because it's kind of what he pictures in his head or you know of of that time so yeah when it goes wrong you remember the worst more than the best uh and that that's all you remember the last look you saw or whatever it may be we will do a love line podcast absolutely (laughs) and the the framing in this scene where it goes from him leaning on the door frame on one side and you they use the black to put the the drawing and then he switches to the other side of the door frame and it shifts and you get the the drawing on the others like i i love this framing here mm-hmm. that was very well done yep so ramona asks what her name was and he said she was nat when i knew her but she stopped liking that name and then she stopped liking me and then ramona she's impulsive tra- exactly <laughs> ramona tries to ease attention says his hair is cute and she likes it long and uh but then you know scott doesn't hear that because he's one track minded and it's all whiny and he's like those would be cute or shorter wouldn't it and he like it was that was snappy i mean that was really rude um him you know what i mean cuter if it was shorter i mean he snapped at her it was i mean i'm surprised she didn't deck him um or say something about it you know what i mean because that was pretty rude yeah unless she's just giving him a little pass it's telling her what she should feel about how he feels about his hair Right, or giving them a pass, knowing almost worked out (laughs) until the very end. There, he's telling her what she should think about his hair, and he is. That's his insecurity. It is, you know, that is overriding. I think that's why he's being snappy there. Now explaining it too much, and we 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 should move on. We should (laughs) totally got it. Really keep going (laughs) quickly as we can. But anyway, (laughs) she she responds, "What?" And he's pops back into the screen. Another moment with Scott just kind of sidestepping into the scene and into the frame, and says, "What?" And he's got his little his toque on, and uh, (laughs) it's a toque, isn't it? It is. (laughs) And uh, Ramona asks, "Why are you wearing that hat?" He's like, "I thought we could go for a walk." And then we get the 60 minutes later, later title card. So Wallace is right. See you in 60 minutes. To the minute. To the minute. And so uh, as they're walking through, it looks like that park area that they were walking through before up those steps. Uh, she asks, uh, tell me why we didn't, tell me we didn't come out here in the cold just so you could cover your hair with that hat. She's on to his game. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that's where scott talks about how he loves him some walking you know just put one leg in front of the other like this walking but ramona clearly and maybe she gave him a pass for if he was rude earlier just because she knew that there was an, a, an emotional memory that was kind of throwing him off and yeah, cause she was asking oh, what's her name and you know letting it go but now she's like okay you seem a little heightened <laughs> what's going on and then he just talks about the drug thing which is weird, you know. <laughs> he, just, he he is stumbling all over himself right. to not talk about this anymore. He just, I just sort of feel like I'm on drugs when I'm with you. Not that I do drugs, unless you do drugs. In which case, I do drugs all the time. Every drug. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the minute ends. But uh, <laughs> that's great when we get uh, Michael Sarah doing that stuff. Uh, when he does his uh, ramble, yeah, his quick ramble. 
you know, right. That's that's it, uh, it's as nervous. Like I'm, I'm talking, I talk a lot when I'm nervous, sort of response right. to things. Yeah. Uh, so as they are walking up that stairway, mm -hmm. you see the two X's on either side of the road. Oh no, I missed that. It's, it, it's a, it says pedestrian, so it's a pedestrian crossing okay. sign. But you see two X's there. Oh yeah, there uh, are. As we're heading towards X number two, I'm assuming. Exactly. Dave Sharon, yes, they are. There they are. And the caution lights. Yeah, and it goes to red lights. I, I was trying to like count the lights in this scene to figure out if there was more uh, symbolism happening. Mm -hmm. But I, I, I thought that was forcing it too much. God, those two X's almost look like like they were uh, CGI'd in there or something. They're so I, they clean do, versus the rest of the they screen. Look, <laughs> they could have been props they put up just for the movie. or, yeah. or No, something. more like they were blue screened in there. Yeah, they, they, they look they, they look a little too crisp. artificial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> too, too, yeah. Like the whites don't properly match up with any other whites on Lighting, there, which is yeah. Um... yeah. He's he's like I haven't put any X's in a frame in a while. Get some, <laughs> let's get all that. Get the CGI guys to do some X's. <laughs> Throw X's all over the movie. All right, that's all I have for this minute. It was I love the narrator stuff in the beginning. I love that kind of back and forth. It just gives you again the the, the world that's been established in this film, which is all this weird little stuff that goes on. It just adds more to that. You almost got that sense that you know. Scott almost knew he was battling the narrator. It's the back and forth, though. It's Scott says one thing, but this is what he's thinking in his head. Right. Like, you know, it wasn't so bad. No, he got freaking dumped. It was And bad. it was brutal. Yeah. And he is feeling all those emotions right then and mm -hmm. trying not to show those emotions to Ramona, who is picking up. Yeah. What's that's, going on. that's a really good insight that the narrator is basically Scott. Right. Um, yeah. And that he's effectively talking to himself this entire time. Yep. Um, I had never put that together, but that is that is a really, really good insight. I like that. I didn't intentionally come up with that. You pulled it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the drugs. <laughs> every every drug. Every drug. <laughs> but I like the artistry on the side too, like you said, just the the drawing in to you know, it's again not the first time we've seen this. Yeah. Just adding some animation into the scene uh to they go were, along with it. They were all animated except for Envy. Hers just popped on the screen. The others were all kind of drawn in there or drawn changes. Right, right. Um so Envy's was just suddenly mm -hmm. there. Um as it should be. And as like she the, will be the arrow pointing to the right, <laughs> which is also, I think in the book, yeah, it's, those are all great moments and it, you know, connects the movie to the, the drawing. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we've got. I mean, we're 45 minutes in this film and it is definitely, and we can't say it enough, just, uh, it, it pulls so much from the book and is being very true as it can. I mean, it's taken some liberties, but I, I wouldn't think, you know, for, and this could be a topic for a, a, another type of show, is just the, the book-to-movie translations. I mean, this one's probably one of the best. Mm -hmm. You know, where really, it almost doesn't leave anything out. But it also leaves itself to be its own thing. Right. With the departures, with the, with the some of the directorial decisions it makes that we were uh, talking about before mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, trying to get Wallace out of the house versus trying to make sure he doesn't leave. Those sorts of things, it, like it, yeah. like it's it's shifting the the tone and the and the 
sort of the focus of that scene to meet the needs of the movie. I, I like some of those differences. Right, and it doesn't make one better than the other. I think they both right. work. Dave, any last thoughts on this minute? No, it was it was a fun minute. I mean, there was a lot going on. Um, we did we did a number of minutes this week, and this was they were all. This is a really good week for it, and then this one I think was a good way to kind of finish it out. Yeah, nice solid fifth minute. Yeah. So, all right, very good. Well, Dave, then how can uh, the audience uh, participate in the show? You can find us on the Twitter at Scott versus Minute uh, hashtag Scott Pilgrim versus Loveline. And you can find us on the interwebs at scottversusminute.com. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the Facebook. And you can email us at scottversusminute at gmail.com. Very good. And Sam, you're going to so be guest starring I on I get a... to be uh, Dr. Drew, and you're like Adam Carolla in this scenario. <laughs> Aren't you guest hosting on Loveline? So I will, I will take it old school. And sure, you can be Adam Carolla, but that makes me a uh, poor man who was the original host on Loveline from Caro Q back in the day. So when I listened to it as a kid, sorry, just a little. Sure. (laughs) As a kid, you probably shouldn't have been listening. We love the Loveline. All right, Sam, how else can they uh, find uh, us on the internet? Well, if you've ever been curious about weird streaming movies on various services like Netflix and Amazon Prime, uh, Brian and I review those on a show called Streaming Nonsense. You can find us at streamingnonsense.com. And if you're not curious, go check it out anyway. I mean, you should you should be curious. I mean, watch, like, watch things movies. are there. Lots of movies should out be there. watched. And sometimes, uh, Dave and I also do a podcast on podcastdrobia.com. So check us out there, and uh, you can also check out moviesbyminutes.com for other films that are analyzed one minute at a time. So that's going to do it for this minute, and we will see you all next week. 